Hi, I'm Jen White, and this is Reset. Tuesday afternoon, the WBEZ newsroom exploded with activity when word came that President Trump would be commuting the sentence of former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich. Many people disagree with the sentence. He's a Democrat. He's not a Republican. Uh, It was a prosecution by the same people, Comey, Fitzpatrick, the same group, uh, very far from his children. Uh, They're growing older. They're going to high school now, and they rarely get to see their father outside of an orange uniform. I saw that, and I did commute his sentence. In 2011, Blagojevich was found guilty of 17 charges, including wire fraud, attempted extortion, and conspiracy to solicit bribes, and he was sentenced to 14 years in prison. Last night, he left that prison and returned home to Chicago. Today, he held a press conference in front of his home. In just a bit, we'll hear from WBEZ political reporter Dave McKenney. But first, let's hear a bit from the disgraced former governor himself. It's been a long, long journey. That's right. I'm bruised and I'm battered. I'm bloody. Uh, let me just say a couple of things. First of all, the obvious I want to say, and that I know I speak for Patty and Amy and Annie, and obviously for me, we uh, want to express our most profound and everlasting gratitude to President Trump. How do you properly thank someone who's given you back the freedom that was stolen from you? Uh, he didn't have to do this. He's a Republican president. I was a Democratic governor. And doing this does nothing to help his politics. Uh, President Trump is a man who is tough and outspoken, but he also has a kind heart. And uh, this is an act of kindness, and I also believe it's the beginning of the process to to uh, actually turn an injustice into a justice. It's been a long time since I've been home, nearly eight years, nearly 3,000 days. I suppose a better way to measure how long it's been is through our daughters, Amy and Ann. It's been a long, unhappy journey. These have been hard years for our children. They've been hard years for Patty and for me. I spent my first 32 months in prison, nearly three years behind what the inmates call the razor wire. Now, as for me, obviously, I've got 10,000 reasons to be thankful to President Trump. I'm obviously thankful to be home, to have my freedom back, to uh, just be able to hold my wife's hand. <laughs> Scriptures teach us that history shows that in the long run, right defeated will in the end overcome wrong triumphant and As Dr. Martin Luther King used to say, truth crushed to earth will one day rise again because no lie can live forever. I'm returning home today from a long exile, a freed political prisoner. I want to say again to the people of Illinois who twice elected me governor, I didn't let you down. I would have let you down if I gave into this. But resistance to tyrants is, is obedience to God. From beginning to end, this was persecution masquerading as prosecution. I'd like to think that as governor, what I did was to try to draw on my own life experience and try to take those experiences and turn them into something real to help people. And I'd like to direct my remarks to all of my fellow underdogs out there who find themselves up against powerful forces and long odds. To anyone facing hard circumstances, who've suffered loss, are hurting, or who, like me, have hit rock bottom. You may be down. All your hope may seem to have disappeared. The road you have to travel is a long one. And home, that's where you want to be. It's so far away, you can't even see the flicker of a light at the end of the tunnel. But don't give up. Don't give up. Think of the people you love.
That was former Governor Rod Blagojevich at a press conference he held in front of his home earlier today. He was released from prison by President Trump after serving eight years of a 14-year sentence. WBEZ reporter Dave McKinney has been following Blagojevich's career since the very beginning, and he's the host of WBEZ's podcast, Public Official A, which tracks the rise and fall of Rod Blagojevich. Dave, what do you make of what we heard? There's not an ounce of contrition in what uh, he was sent to prison for. You know, he talked about having his freedom stolen from him as if there were crimes committed against him. I mean, a jury, don't forget, a jury convicted him of crimes. And there was no acknowledgement of that, no mention, of course, over that uh, Children's Memorial Hospital. Well, and it's uh, important to make clear that his prison sentence was commuted. He was not pardoned. Explain the difference. Pardon would wipe away the felony convictions. He is still a convicted felon. The commutation simply means that his, his time in prison is just cut off at time served. So he's, he's a free man, but he still walks around with the stigma of being a felon. He spent a lot of time thanking President Trump. Let's listen. And then I know I speak for Patty and Amy and Annie, and obviously for me. We uh, want to express our most profound and everlasting gratitude to President Trump. How do you properly thank someone who's given you back the freedom that was stolen from you? Uh, he didn't have to do this. He's a Republican president. I was a Democratic governor. And doing this does nothing to help his politics. You hear him there uh, thanking President Trump, someone behind him. It sounds like they're saying Trumpocrat. Dave McKinney, the president, is also tweeting today. What is he saying? It's funny here. I just lost it on my phone. But but essentially, he's weighing in and saying that he was not convicted of selling a Senate seat. It shows the coordination, I think, that that is going on here between the White House and the Bogoyevich's. The full uh, tweet from him, Rod Blagojevich did not sell the Senate seat, the president tweeted. He served eight years in prison with many remaining. He paid a big price, another Comey and gang deal. Thank you to Lisa Marie Booth, who really gets what's going on, Fox News. So, I mean, all of those themes continue from the president. And just a reminder, Blagojevich was convicted of lying to the FBI, wire fraud, attempted extortion, conspiracy to commit bribery, conspiracy to commit extortion and bribery. Some of those charges were later thrown out. He was resentenced to the 14 years in prison. You know, Dave, I, I want you to, to put this into a little more political context for us. At one point during this press conference, Blagojevich said, quote, speaking of President Trump, doing this does nothing to help his politics. What do you make of that? I think that there, there were lots of messages, besides his gratitude toward the president, of course, but lots of signals in there where he, he is more than willing to go out and beat the drum very loudly for President Trump. You know, he talks about if he had the, the ability to vote, he'd vote for him, calls himself a Trumpocrat, on and on. I mean, he talks about Trump as a problem solver, getting stuff done, uh, you know, great strength. Those are all things, of course, that the president loves to hear. I mean, Jen, I think it's it's so interesting to think that, you know, this press conference that was supposed to start at 11 starts nearly a half hour late. That's not unusual. Rod Blagojevich kept the family of, of, a, of a state senator waiting for more than an hour before their funeral could start for him. I mean, that's that's par for the course. But what's interesting is we're coming up upon the governor's budget address, and I don't think that there is anything lost here on the fact that you know, Blagojevich sees himself as as the center of Illinois' political universe once again. And the fact that he, you know, I don't think there's any any uh, disappointment in trying to upstage Governor Pritzker in the budget address. Well, let's talk about Illinois uh, legislators here and, and what we're hearing at the state level from Republicans and Democrats about this commutation. 
Yeah, I mean, Republicans, uh, you know, they, they were put in a very awkward spot by President Trump over this. In fact, you know, we heard uh, the House Minority Leader Jim Durkin yesterday making the case that this does not help them at all in Illinois. Let's listen to Durkin. I was involved uh, firsthand with the impeachment efforts, and uh, I saw a governor who uh, was rogue on steroids. He was a person that was not, didn't care about the state of Illinois, he cared about his own ambition. Why should he get special treatment than some other people that have been sitting in the Department of Corrections for drug offenses for, you know, are getting 30, 40 year drug sentences, but they're never going to see the light of day or any type of uh, relief from this president? It's just because of the celebrity of Rapogoyevich. Durkin went on to say, quote, I guess he's not concerned about the state of Illinois for next November, speaking about President Trump. Dave, what impact could this have on the GOP in the upcoming elections? Well, the Republicans in Illinois have such a high hill to climb in Illinois because, you know, they don't have favorable legislative maps. They all these the Democrats hold supermajorities in the House and Senate. Their ability to claw their way back, you know, is dependent on winning back the suburbs. And of course, women in the suburbs don't like President Trump. We've seen that in the country, you know, all over the country. And, you know, the message that the, the Republicans were trying to craft, that Democrats who run Springfield are corrupt, this makes it very difficult for them to make that case because the Republican president just set, set loose on Illinois again, you know, a person who critics call the face of public corruption in Illinois. Now, to be clear, uh, the former governor is barred from holding state office again. But is that necessarily the end of his political career? Well, no, it's not, because that impeachment trial that resulted in his conviction, it didn't apply to federal office. I mean, it's, you know, of course, he would have to he would have to raise lots and lots of money to be able to do that. And our donors, you know, big time donors really going to rally around Rod Blagojevich. I, I mean, I have a hard time seeing that. But could he run for Congress? Could he run for U.S. Senate? The law would allow that. Well, Dave, I think it's it's safe to say this is still a developing story. We don't know the ripple effects this is going to have. So as someone who's been covering Rod Blagojevich, who's been covering state politics for a long time, what are you watching for? Well, I think, you know, what kind of nuisance is he both to Democrats and Republicans? How big of a champion is he for Donald Trump? What role as a campaign surrogate could he play for Donald Trump this fall? I mean, could he be sort of the token Democrat on Fox News? You know, that's the kind of role that, that, that Blagojevich could play because you heard him just now. He is a very polished public speaker, and he always has been. I mean, as a, as a candidate, he would light up. Uh, black churches that he would go into on a Sunday morning. He, he would just bring them to life. And so he has that capability to connect with people. And Trump's people, I'm sure, have seen that. That's WBEZ political reporter Dave McKenney. Dave brings you the inside story of the rise and fall of Rod Blagojevich in the WBEZ podcast series, Public Official A. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. There was another big political event today. Current Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker gave his budget address in Springfield. You can hear the complete speech and analysis with our own Tony Arnold on a bonus podcast we're sending out this afternoon. Look for it in your feed. I'm Jen White. Thanks for listening, and let's talk again soon.